Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. Nope, 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 nope. I'm already drunk. <laughs> gonna get real loud. Alright, there's our official 13 second intro. What <laughs> So Maggie, how's it going? It's been it's been a few fucking weeks, hasn't it? Yeah. Okay. So you and I missed some episodes. So there was a Tuesday. I was like getting ready to come over to your house and then found out that my parents had been with a bunch of people and half of them had COVID mm-hmm. now, like, you know, four days later. So we were like, well, shit, we should probably skip being yeah. a person because, for that. Because uh, I have, we have a lot of travel and like surgeries coming up in our household. I was like, I really don't want to risk um, getting COVID and taking it to Chicago. Um, I'm personally also going, so I just got back to from Chicago from a four day conference from work. Oh, that was a lot of people. And I'll get into that in a minute. Um, I'm going to San Diego next weekend to visit my cousin Ben for his 45th birthday. My husband has a medical procedure on the 7th. We're going to Disney World on the 19th. I am like, I am like, I'm shut down. Like my household is shut down except for like the shit we need to do. Um, Even at Easter, I was like, uh, this is the first time we haven't worn a mask with our immediate families at at gatherings. And I mean, they've all been maskless for forever. Um, Like basically. But I'm, I'm. still pretty strict with my household just just because we have other issues that we need to be cognizant of and so I was like I messaged both my sister-in-laws and I'm like um please assure me that no one in your household is currently sick or have been exposed to any germs strep colds covid whatever because I'm traveling Scott has surgery and we cannot get sick right now so um yeah anyway so yeah it's been so maggie's parents got exposed so we decided to kind of just skip the week so and then this week you were already in chicago but Mm -hmm. there's a good chance i would have canceled on you anyway because i had a big old 10 page paper due on wednesday Mm, yeah hilariously tuesday night i don't even think i told you this story because you were already on your business trip but on tuesday night i took my adhd meds for once which i don't normally take and then I got fixated on Snapchat filters and an audiobook. So, uh oh, oops, nailed it. I didn't, I, I did nailed it. that homework assignment. <laughs> I mean, I handed that homework assignment at quarter to 11 on Wednesday night. So, That's it was doing midnight, awful. you guys. It was doing midnight. Yeah. Oh, and you turned it in early at a quarter to six? No, no, a quarter to 11. I turned it in an hour and 15 oh, minutes beforehand. I mean, that's like, that's on time. Yeah, like, no, I wasn't. I, I, I deal with students. If something's due at midnight, those assholes are, are rolling in at like 1150, 11.55, And then they cry to me when they can't get it to upload <laughs> at 12.01. It got stuck. I got whirling things of doom at 11.59. I was like, yeah, you broke the internet guy. So 
Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was early, you know, so thank you. Thank you for telling me I was reasonable. <laughs> Normally, I like, I tried to get this done. Like I started it early and then, um, there was construction in my house and I got a cold and I just was like, I did not have it in me to work on my paper. Mm-hmm. And, um, the construction finally finished. My mom kept on being like, they said it's only going to be a week. And I was like, there's no way it's only going to be a week. Have you met any contractors ever? Jesus fucking it always Christ. takes twice as long and costs twice as much. So, I mean, I know that just from watching HGTV. We all know this. <laughs> we all know this. Oh, this will be 10 grand. I'm like, so I have 20 and three times the amount of time. So, yes. Mm. Scott had, my mom was just at the, the home show recently. And she knows our concrete's all kind of like janky and cracked in our, in our garage. And when we bought the house, our, our inspector was like, yeah, the sound foundation's fine. It's just kind of, it's shifted and broken. It's not going to like collapse on you. So we didn't have that fixed before we moved in. And so Scott has wanted to get one of those concrete fixing companies in here to, to like re-level it and pump it full of sand and bring it up. And, and so my mom gave his name and number out and the guy came out today. He's like, yeah, no, I can't fix this. Like, <gasps> like yeah. He's like, you need to rip out your garage floor and re-slab it. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, honey, uh, we'll do that when we do my idea of adding on to the garage and need to pour two slabs of concrete. We'll just do it all at once. So there goes my 20, my $20,000 garage add-on is now going to probably be like 50 to 80. <laughs> I might as well just buy another house. Just might as well buy another house up north and, and call it good. So, uh, so how long did it take? It has been like two weeks since I've seen you. So, yeah. So they said it would be done in five days and it took eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not bad. No. Yeah. It's not and bad. Now, and now you have a nice new bathroom to shower Wh- in. Which I hate. Mm. Um, I hate it. Okay. So, so the shower head is like this big around. It's like a tiny little, tiny little itty bitty. Okay, well, how's the pressure? Cause it's all about the pressure. No, it's not all about the pressure. It doesn't spray out at all. It only sprays in a thing that is that big. It is smaller than a Jimmy John sandwich. Later. And that is how much water goes on my body at a time. And like, I'm a fat girl and I like my hat, most of my body is cold. And it, it was like trying to take a shower under a fucking garden hose. I started crying during it because like, we just so spent sorry. a five-figure five amount getting a whole new fucking shower installed. And it stressed me out and gave me anxiety and was horrible. And I was trying to finish my semester and, and it's just this like little baby. I, I think you should go by yourself the head that you want <laughs> I don't and install it. <laughs> I know. I go don't by the, I'm... just go by the head that you want. Fuck, Make sure you pay good money for it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why I reset that. Cause I'm going to pull that clip out later. Yeah. Mel- <laughs> Mel is correct. It's like a tiny, cheapy hotel shower head. Yeah, I had like a tiny, cheapy hotel, but that shit was like so powerful and it sprayed out and got my whole body. I was well, in heaven, man. It dip- like, And it- I was on the 17th floor. 
I had a, um, the, like my shower head before you could like adjust it and you could have like a stream that went in a stream that went out. Like you could mm-hmm. fuck with those things. And, but this was, is I, I started to fuck with it. I was like, there's no way this is the only option. And it was just like this one little, do you have to get permission from your parents to change that? Or can you just change it? I asked them to put the old one back on. Mm-hmm. My dad said, I wanted to take that up North for my house up North that I own. Mm-hmm. And I well, said, go fuck yourself. Well, I think I have my old one that has different, um, that has a whole detachable handle and different wheels. If you want mine, I don't know what the pressure is like, but I'll buy you. Well, you've one. taken a shower at the house up North. My, what my dad was trying to fix was how it feels like there that you're being stabbed with needles when you're in the shop. Yeah. Like that's just a very like, yeah. One of those misty, misty ones that you get up North. Yeah. And it's old. It's like mm-hmm. old shower head. Mm-hmm. It's gross. So yeah, that is, uh, I spent all that money and I hated it. And I started crying <laughs> in the shower. I just see you like crying in your shower, holding your soap bar in the corner <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> yeah. Well, my new shower is still amazing though. I, um, I am worried about the day that all of my 12 nozzles, you know, uh, freeze up from calcium buildup. Cause that's going to be amazing to soak in a little individual vinegar baggies to, to clean. So Dumb yeah. question. Do you have a water softener? I do. Yeah. But we, we still get some buildup. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. I mean, no, your, your water smells kind of like Satan's asshole. So I wasn't even sure if you had. I mean, I do have a softener and my water is way better than my parents, which I think smells like Satan, Satan's asshole. Uh, I think my, I think my water's normal, but I do have a softener. Well, it also depends on how often my husband actually changes the goddamn filters on that bitch. Cause he will wait until it smells like Satan asshole to change the filters. That's how he knows it's time. So yeah, no, your, your water, like our water in our house is still hard, even though we also have a softener. Yeah. Right. But, and that's what yours is. It's still hard, even though you have a softener. I just wasn't sure. Well, at least my shit's not all orange. So I appreciate that. So that is good. That is a good thing. That we don't need a good that. thing. Yeah. We don't need orange. Satan's asshole sounds like a great band name. Yeah. It sure does. Oh, so yeah. So I went to Chicago this last week. Yeah. Uh, tell me what you've been up to. I go to an annual conference every spring for the research institute I work for. Um, there are 63 some similar institutes across the United States. And we get together once a year generally in Washington, D.C. for an annual conference. And this year just happened to be in Chicago because D.C. was all booked up by the time we decided to do something in person. So um, that was a lot of peopling, man. Like, I've been starting to call myself a recovering extrovert recently. Cause, like, um, I got there Tuesday and I had to, ho- I hosted, I got to collaborate with one of my old college buddies and we brought him in as a special speaker um, for a session on Tuesday to a room full of, of administrators like myself. And then Thursday I had to host a lunch for all of the um, TL1 scholars that we support. And so that was a lot of peopling. 
Uh, plus I went to sessions that other sessions that day. And so Thursday I woke up, I was like, I am whooped. I am exhausted. Like I just need some alone time. Like I don't want to, I don't want to do anything today. So I took a taxi and I went to, uh, went to downtown and I ended up at the art museum. I was just going to go to the shop. And then while in the shop, you know, they always have things of the paintings at the museum in the shop. And I was like, like, are all these awesome paintings here? I've never seen these in real person. And so I was texting my, my cousin, Ben, who's a real, he's a real arty. He loves going to art museums. He loves seeing Van Gogh and the impressionist. And, and I was like, should I go in? He was, and he, so he started looking up what was in the, in the museum. He's like, yeah, you should fucking go in. So I went in and I, the, the impressionist wing was amazing. I was just floored like I was overwhelmed with emotion about how many great artists and paintings were there that I'd never never seen before and I've I've been to some pretty awesome I've been you know fortunate enough to be some to some pretty awesome museums I've been you know we go to the DIA in Detroit all the time and they have a pretty good collection and I've been to the National Museum of Art in Washington DC um I went to the London Museum of Art when we were just there. And let me tell you, that is a Jesus museum. Ooh, they love their Italian Renaissance, let me tell you there. And, um, and so this is like my fourth major museum. And I, I think you I went We went to the MoMA. And oh, yeah, we went to the MoMA. Birthday. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, we went to the MoMA. We did that with, that was with your cousin Ben. With, we did that with Ben. We saw Starry Night there, right? Yeah, we did. Um, and they had a room of Monet. They had one of those like giant room murals that 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 they did. And so we've been to the moment. So I've been to like these major art museums, and I was just floored. Um, it's also giant, and I think I did read on the Wikipedia that I think it's the largest art collection in the world um, at the Chicago Institute of Art. So it is, if you like art, I definitely recommend going to Chicago to see it. I tried to do a whole Ferris Bueller thing, but there are way too many people around, and I wasn't like with friends. I was just there by myself. So if like, if I'd been there with like Maggie or Ben, like they totally would have like help me set up a Ferris Bueller like montage of, of, yeah. of picturing around the around the museum but it was just me and Sarah palling around at the museum so um Sarah is one of our baby Yodas that we take everywhere with us so yeah so I was wondering if that was Sarah with you because it yeah. looked like she was wearing a bow it's fun yeah why'd you take Sarah and not Joe Oh, uh, Catherine asked me to take Sarah because Catherine was upset. She didn't get to go to this conference. She has gone to it with me multiple times. She's went to it three years in a row with me as a toddler and then a COVID for two years. So um, this would have been her next chance to go. But now she's in school and uh, we have a Disney just had spring break. We have a Disney trip coming up. So I didn't think four more days off of school would have would have would have been you know her teacher would have would not have appreciated that so that kid um, has the worst FOMO of any human being that I have ever met in my entire life but you're right but then she gets there and she just wants to go home yes exactly ridiculous so because she has FOMO about what's going on at home like that's part of why she has the worst like she doesn't just want to go to the thing she also doesn't want to be at the thing because she might be missing out on stuff at home (laughs) so yes I took Sarah um Sarah went to the poster session with me one night everyone really enjoyed all the scientists really enjoyed seeing her Uh, she went to the museum with me um I did do like a bar night with some co-workers and got real shitty Tuesday night 
And then Thursday night, whoo, we went to a jazz, uh, no, I'm sorry, a blues club called Kingston Mines in the north end of Chicago. It was delightful. It was like the, the, the PI, the, the faculty person that we were with, who's only like five years older than me. He's 72, I'm 78. Uh, he, he, that, he, he lived in Chicago for seven years for school. So he took us to his old, his old favorite blues club and we spent all night there. We got there at 7 a.m. right when they opened and we didn't leave till like two. Mm. And I drank the entire time, the entire time. So like I started with a margarita. Oh, plus I had wine at the poster session. So I had like two, a glass of wine at the poster session. Then we went out to the bar and I started with a margarita. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll drink some screwball. They had screwball. So I'll start, I'll sip some screwball all night. And so I think I had two more of those before. Like I, then I started like moving around and my faculty members like, here, have a beer. They're drinking blue moon. And I'm like, I don't know. I wore, well, I guess so. I could liquor before beer. You're in the clear. He's like, that doesn't matter. I was like, look here, mister. You might have a PhD, an official one, but I also have a PhD in toxicology and I listen to my rhymes, okay? Like before <laughs> beer, you're in the clear. Beer before liquor, you'll be sicker. So we'll see how you fare tomorrow, okay, mister? I'm going to start with beer. Um, <laughs> so, and then I just started ordering shots of screwball and beers, like, and was drinking both of them at oh, the same time. No. And I got my faculty member screwball too. He had never had it. And then he started just drinking screwball himself straight the rest of the night. And then we, uh, one of our scholars got us a round of this IPA that she was drinking all night, which, which I put on my Facebook, uh, if so, which I totally didn't realize I put on Facebook. Um, I was like, I must be really, 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 really drunk. Or this IPA is actually pretty good. <laughs> And everyone commented, actually, that IPA is pretty good. So both, maybe? Maybe both. <laughs> um, so my Instagram stories was off the hook, if, uh, if you saw that. I saw the shenanigans I got into. I got up in the morning, and I could have swore I was still drunk. It was like, you know, the room was spinning. Like, I wasn't, like, nauseous, but, like, my head was just like, bitch, you better sleep till noon. I was like, I can't. I gotta, I gotta get up and pack and check out by 10 30 because I have a 10 45 session that goes to 12 30 and check out that 12 and I like I gotta do all this shit first so um it was a good time and that's also when the student made us drink Malort let me pull it up Malort is Jepson's Malort is a liquor from Chicago it's only found in like Chicago area taverns and liquor stores and yes it is so gross our faculty member was like there's a reason I've never had this it's gross I was like I'll do it so we all did one and I chased my malort with my screwball with my whiskey and my student was impressed she's like oh my god did you just chase malort with whiskey I was like yeah because it's that gross so (laughs) the whiskey tasted like candy compared to the malort and um yeah so that happened also Man, it was a it was a fun night. I don't think I was too much of an asshole because Scott was like, "Oh my God, did you become sh- asshole Shannon?" I was like, "I don't think so." I'm like, I did harass one of my students for not asking me to be their officiant though for their wedding. 
Um, and I did have to triple check all my text messages and social media feeds the next morning to see what I did do. I did call my cousin in San Diego and talk to him for about 20 minutes. Um, but he's three hours, he's two hours behind Chicago. So it was only midnight. And I knew he'd still be up. At least I didn't call any of my East coast friends. Cause that would have been three 30 <laughs> your time, which apparently I had the, the, the cognition to, to not call my husband at three 30 in the morning or my best friend, Literally. Maggie. So <laughs> yeah, I would only have picked out if I happened to have my, my wave sounds on already. Yeah. Right. So I, whenever I wake up, I always wake up in the middle of the night at some point. And when I do, I put my wave sounds on. Mm-hmm. So if I'm sleeping and my wave sounds stop abruptly, that wakes me up. Yeah. So I would have, that would have been real, real hit or miss. If I had mm-hmm. woken up already and the wave sounds had been on, I would have picked up, but yeah. otherwise I would have missed the call. Jepson's my Lord. I have a little super so gross. Bad. It was so bad. It literally tastes like turpentine. Like I'd rather have shots of Jägermeister. Malort is the Swedish word for wormwood. Oh, great. And that, which is the key ingredient. Nasty. Ah, it's known for bitter taste. It's hard to find else. Yeah. So I guess it's a Swedish liqueur. I do have, um, Anina's family did give us some, um, Finnish liqueur they brought us a really nice like fruit based liqueur and then like a bottle of black licorice liqueur I'm like oh need to what am I when am I ever gonna drink this so yeah my lord is the worst yeah thanks Elaine uh anyway yeah so that's been my week so I go to San Diego to hang out with my cousin on Thursday night and I take the red eye back Sunday it meant to be just be one of those like quick two-day trips but because of flights the way the flights worked out it's going to end up being like almost four full days because I leave Thursday night here mm-hmm. and get in at 10 p.m there and then I leave at 10 p.m from San Diego and catch the red eye back and land in Detroit Monday morning so it's like all day Friday Saturday Sunday so three whole days um and yeah anyway how how did it feel being at the airport the day after they got rid of masks I heard I didn't realize this until today that some place some planes just fucking announced it in the middle of flights I would have been furious I would like of the day I would have been furious too if that had happened. Yeah. Um, because, my friend like, you was just on. Don't a, tell anybody. You just let that roll till you land. My friend was on getting on a plane before, right before the ruling came down, and someone actually delayed their flight an hour because they refused to put the mask on over their nose. Um, so I did get to the airport. I knew about the ruling because you had told me about it the night before, and then Scott texted me because it was an early morning flight. So I was already I left the house at like six a.m. And he's like, your head is going to explode when you get to the airport. And I would say that morning, Tuesday morning, I, I, I couldn't really tell. It wasn't like quite 50%, but it was definitely more than 25% of people like just not wearing a mask. And I was so pissed at, I love Delta, but I was so pissed at them because right on their, and I, I Snapchatted this and was like, you can pry my mask from my cold, dead, disease-free lips like never not going to wear a mask on a plane because they're already 
germ-filled tin can. It was just insane to me that people were just celebrating everywhere, all over the internet and all these different places that I am, where they were like, yeah, fuck yeah, hooray, I know. I'm like, you're just, you want to breathe on each other? You want to cough on, you're just like celebrating coughing on each other? I used to get sick every single time I flew Mm -hmm. and I haven't gotten sick like three times that I've flown in the last two years and it's just fuck it's just fucking nasty it's gross yeah I don't think I'm uh, taking my mask off in public either like me and my family still roll around town and stores and stuff with our masks on at the bar though in Chicago I didn't have a mask on let me tell you felt real weird and I'm like I'm gonna get COVID from these assholes um and even at my medical conference but half the people were you know like mask free all these healthcare professionals so um it was weird I didn't really look around the plane I think the plane had less masks on it than I would have liked, but I was not quiet about it sitting and complaining. And, but, um, on the flight to Chicago, I sat with a coworker and we were both masked up. And then on my flight home, my seat partner had a mask on. So, but it was definitely weird. And, oh, but to get back to the Delta thing, they were like, masks are now optional in our lounges. We are so excited to see your smiling faces again. And I was just like, you're fucking killing me you're all killing me so whatever like i i am still confused and we don't have to go through this but i'm still confused how a florida federal judge is able to overturn something that's nation nationwide it's federal because it's federal but that's just like that's a regional judge though so but anyway i'm not yeah whatever Also, real quick, let's talk about how the American bar said she was unqualified when she got nominated however many years ago. And part of her justification for it was like wearing because the the, like the wording of the thing that allowed the CDC to do stuff was. um, Oh, God, I'm too drunk to remember words, Um, but it doesn't clean it, basically. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's she, her argument was that it doesn't clean the air to have a mask on and all these people everywhere being like, well, you know, you can wear your mask, but I'm just not going to wear mine. And I'm sitting here thinking like, that was like when we had a fucking smoking section in restaurants when I was a child. Okay. The smoke did not know to stay in its own section. Right. Oh, you don't have to smoke in a restaurant. Just I'm gonna smoke next to you. Mm-hmm. You fuck yourself. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Whatever. I'm... In Applebee's, you had to walk through the smoking section to get to the non <laughs> <laughs> My favorite were like the super small dive bar rest, like the dive restaurants up north. That's only has two rows of seating, and the right side is non-smoking, and the left side next to the food is smoking, and it's like. There's like three feet of difference between the sections. And that's exactly what it's like on a fucking plane. Right. You're trapped there. It's so close. You can't do shit about it. And then smoke rises too. So that smoke still got up to the mezzanine, didn't it? Uh, A comment in the chat for our listeners later. Yeah. 
in a restaurant that had smoking on the ground floor and non-smoking on a mezzanine. And yep, the smoke rises. Like you put the smokers on the rooftop bar. Like, you know. God damn. <laughs> anyway. So since we've been already shitting on Florida, should we talk about white guys? Yes, we- white guys we hate. White no. guys we hate. Still DeSantis. Still, still like, DeSantis and also still in Elon our top Musk. five. And Elon it Musk. ends up being mm-hmm. the same like five white guys. <laughs> we hate all the time. Yeah. They so just keep Elon doing Musk stupid shit. So we're going to keep hating on them. By Twitter because he's a massive douchebag. So that's why we hate him this week. I own 2% and I'm going to change policy. No, you don't, motherfucker. You own 2%. That does not mean you get a say in the company, asshole. If well, you want to say in to. the company, buy the company and become CEO. Honestly. I mean, he fucking wants to. And he's being like, it's for protecting free speech. Like, just go fuck yourself, Elon. There's, Jesus Christ. There's responsibility with free speech. You have to be held responsible for what you say. And if you're spreading misinformation and you own a platform that perpetuates that misinformation, I have a responsibility as the owner of that platform to shut that shit down. Like it's unethical to allow that to happen. So, oh, but DeSantis. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. DeSantis is our main one this week because he decided to fight with Disney, which is just, all right, this is some Trump style fucking shit. And here's why Trump loves to retaliate against people without any concern of what the fallout will be. Even if he's hurting the people who vote for him, he loves to get even. And that is exactly what is going on with this idea to dissolve the Reedy Creek Improvement District. And it's it, that's just about retaliation. It's just about vindication, vin, being vindictive. It's just about like trying to get back at Disney. Yeah. And so, so super quick, the Reedy Creek Improvement District is basically Disney's is basically like Disney owns the town that Disney is in and Disney's in charge of all the infrastructure, the water, the power, the police, the roads, the electricity, everything um, is the responsibility of Disney because it lies within this Reedy Creek district. So what happens if Disney doesn't have that district? And if, if people don't know, Walt Disney World property is about the same size as Manhattan. Yeah. So what happens, Maggie, if that district is absolved and all that control and all those things become the responsibility of Orange County? Exactly. The thing, it becomes the responsibility of Orange County. And um, so Reedy Creek Improvement District itself works at a loss every year. That part of Disney loses money, right? It does not pay for itself. But Disney's fucking rich, so it doesn't matter. But they would be putting a thing that loses money every year onto the taxpayers. Mm -hmm. And um, Disney would end up actually getting a tax break from this. They would save money. What they wouldn't have anymore is control. And it would cost the taxpayers a fucking lot of money to take that on. All right. So we've got some great comments in the chat. One says, um, and DeSantis is up for re-election before the law would go into effect so he could win his seat before he truly fucks the people over. And people are too stupid to realize that. That, ha- that kind of shit happens all the time. 
And then it says, and when the responsibility falls back onto Orange and Osceola counties, the, the roads go to shit, et cetera. People stop coming. Oh my God, Disney's no longer the state's largest employer. So Ron did his job. But yeah, I've never in my entire time working at Disney and then going there have never seen a pothole. Mm-hmm. Never, never, because they can keep on top of all of that shit. They have perfect pristine roads and that is because of the reedy creek improvement district and also that is why reedy creek loses money is because it that like disney pays for like disney pays for all of that out of pocket right and so you yep. want to put the onus of that back onto the taxpayers like disney pays taxes on top of owning their own district that does things so it's, just, it's mind-blowing yeah and i read okay. this story i also don't know what disney said exactly to cause all this though i'm pretty sure it was against his don't say gay bill right right so disney had like they give to democrats and republicans they're not just like a one-party donator they just want themselves to be represented no matter who is in there and yes they did say now that they were going to be stopping political contributions because of this backlash but the don't say gay bill came out and it turns out that they'd given tens of thousands of dollars to multiple different people including the guy who introduced the bill oh and so they want to disassociate everything and so they came out and said that yeah i mean how many homos work for disney Um, about 50 (laughs) percent 50% 50% of the homos or 50% of Disney is homos? <laughs> 50% of Disney. All the homos work for Disney. All the homos work for Disney. <laughs> it's so many gays there. And like also one of Disney's like main corporate keys it has is and has always been diversity and in a really kind of problematic way, right? In a corporate, mm-hmm. in a corporate problematic way. Um, but they still have always been like, we respect everybody. We want everybody to be able to work here. Mm-hmm. We, you know, like any group who is here is welcome, right? Like that's part of their corporate brand. And so to have a huge percentage of their employees be like, fuck you for sponsoring this bill. There was a lot of direct action on this. There was a walkout. There was mm-hmm. a lot, like, there was a lot of stuff, people getting really mad and being like, I'm pissed that this company that I work for that I've like given all this time to mm-hmm. is defending or paying for this bill that's awful so Disney was like yep we're not doing that we are revoking uh, we ne- we don't agree with this bill look at all of the LGBT places where we donate mm-hmm. like this is not a part of our values and we're going to take a step back <sighs> from political donation that is so amazing and responsible of them to be like, we don't agree with this and we're removing our support um, because we value our employees. <gasps> what? You value your, your employees? Mostly kind of Disney? Um, like they value the values that they are, they're bringing to the table and that's why they're pulling their support. So like, good for them. I'm glad. And yeah, I'm sorry, you just don't fuck with Disney. We've all seen the South Park episode. You know what happens when the mouse doesn't get his way? He puts a hit on your ass. So, like, hmm, I wouldn't be surprised if the Santa's just magically disappears one night. So, I mean, I'm not gonna say that I wish that, but like, if it happened, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be upset about. Oh, he mysteriously disappeared. Oh, that's that's something that happened. That's Mm. something that happened. I actually had to leave the theme park group on Facebook that you and I are both a part of. I think I did too. It was like so. I was disgusted. And the wife makes Disney ears and they post like there, it was a lot of Disney information about like just what's going on with like Genie Plus and what are lines like and what is crowds like and what's this new restaurant like. It was your basic kind of theme park information. Here's our family's photo. What do you think of our new ears? Here's this new merch, like all that kind of stuff. Right. And with all of this happening, there was just a fuck ton of people being like, you go DeSantis, you don't let them get away with their woke mob bullshit. And I was like, bye. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I said goodbye as well. <laughs> goodbye. I'm like, I'm like, that's not the Disney way, asshole. And if you think it is, then you you love the wrong theme park. I mean, it's like the people who talk about Star Trek and are like, really, they were like, people were super mad that Stacey Abrams made the cameo as the president of the earth and we're like what is this leftist woke bullshit on star trek and i was like yo if you don't think that star trek was always super fucking progressive you don't understand the show they, were, they had a black woman and a gay man on the show in the 70s and 60s <laughs> like hello right like that right. was woke shit back then as well that was woke shit back then to have minorities and in- they kissed and she kissed What's this, William Shatner? Like, what? Yeah, interracial romance. A moneyless, utopian, socialist government. Yes, absolutely. Yes, where they have gone to the future and decided that they don't need, like, they even talk about how bullshit money was. Like, and everybody gets what they need and everything is fine. Like, if you don't think that Star Trek is leftist propaganda you've not been watching the show at all i mean there was a non-binary person in the 90s i mean not person alien you know like what yes curious trans yeah fuck yeah and then there was also the first um the god like i'm too drunk for this um okay i only had one drink i know but they were it was liquor on liquor I mean, that's how the we trill, cut our liquor, the right? First, I mean, all of the trills are trans, are they not? Because their hosts can be male or female bodies. So the first one that we had started with a male body and moved to a female body, mm-hmm. right? So like, and and I, to this day, think that if it hadn't been the 90s, if that, if that storyline had happened later, that they totally would have had the doctor kiss the woman one. Like, yeah. I fully think that would have happened. There was but, a cameo by a trans Klingon. Like, uh, he was greeted by their male name and, oh, you've changed, my friend. Yes, I am. I am Sarah now. Sarah, oh, my no, friend, how are that, you? That was, that was a trill. That was oh, a that trill. was a trill. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, um, the trill, the um, trill name of the, the symbiont is Dax. So it was, but um, Curzon Dax with all of the Klingons mm-hmm. and Jadzia Dax then came out and it was like, Curzon, my old, old friend. And she mm-hmm. says, I'm Jadzia now. And he goes, Jadzia, my old friend. So yeah. Good. So anyway, real quick. 
There's Crouton. They had a Crouton. Crouton, Crouton in a Star Trek outfit just happened to be hanging out here right now. <laughs> but yeah, it was um, basically people are too stupid to realize what they're watching all the time. And I thought about that. There was that, remember the Persians that I worked for mm-hmm. and they were super fucking conservative and they were all talking about how good Zootopia is. And I was like, you realize that like, you're the sheep. Right. <laughs> you're not the bunny in this situation. There's, they have no idea. They don't even realize. Oh, should we go around the room a little bit and say hi to yeah. all the friends that have joined us? So, yeah, let's say hi to everybody. Um, Nicole, I will. Hang on real quick. Nicole, if you have anything you want to say, I know you don't want to go on cam or mic. Um, if you have anything you want to share, feel free to type it in the chat and we can read that for you if you feel like you want to do that. Yeah. So, I'd like to say hi to my friend Elaine, who's with us tonight. Elaine, you want to? unmute and say hey 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 hello so this is my friend elaine went to high school together and elaine's been keeping herself busy lately writing books that someday i will look at you thank you someday i will read them i own them all um they sit (laughs) on my stack of unread books on my desk right here that's why it's always so handy I've taken this on vacation now twice with me so (laughs) um go to San Diego with me too maybe I'll actually read it on the plane I've never been to San Diego (laughs) so I'm glad my book gets there oh good I will take pictures of your book in San Diego and be like look what made it to San Diego (laughs) (laughs) um Elaine you want to tell us a little bit about your books and um like what inspired you and like They're like naughty and sassy. Like, I'm here for it. Well, I have an idea for that particular book a million years ago. I was for a very conservative company, and um, they were a little bit misplaced. And I was planning my wedding at the time, and they were all like, well, you're you're only working here until you get married. It was like a very 90s grossness and I was like you know women don't do things just to get married so I came up with like this whole world of this woman who is like living her life and she's ambitious and like she happens to meet a guy but then it backfired on me because I had more fun writing the parts where she met the guy than like all of the bullshit of I'm just a woman living my life and trying to be successful. So, so um, it kind of evolved. So the, that book is very much focused on her and her ambitions and a little bit about the guy. And then the book that comes after it is much more about her relationship and how um, she's trying to figure out how to do both. And then there's a bunch of, um, novellas that are kind of in the same world. And as I've been writing and now I'm a parent and like, i live with my eyes open. And so I've started including, um, more social issues. And just my goal is to write characters who are not assholes and who kind of walk through the world, trying to leave things better than they found them rather than just get laid. But they also do that. I'm here for getting laid. 
So, yeah. And not being assholes. Thank you so much for for sharing with us. Yay! So I threw Elaine's uh, website in the chat. And you, where, where do you prefer people get your books from? What is most helpful for you? I am eventually going to transition all of my books right now. The two full length novels are available everywhere. So wherever you want to get a book, get a book. It's fine. Um, but ultimately I'm going to um, move to our evil billionaire overlords and have them exclusive to Kindle Unlimited because my shorter works are in Kindle Unlimited and they're getting a lot more traction right now just because it's mm-hmm. a built-in audience. So yeah. because I would like to do more of this, I need to be able to make more money at it and that's where it is. So um, for now, the first two books are available anywhere and they'll remain that way until the third full length book comes out, which was supposed to be May 1st, but now that's not happening. So when I know, I'll tell you and then you'll know. Yeah. Awesome. We'll share it for sure. I will say I did not think I would enjoy reading books on my phone, but my phone's always in my hand mm-hmm. and it's just like really fucking convenient to yeah. read on your phone now. And I think I would have read literally all five of your books by now if I had them all in one place and I I have you know I have half of them hard copy half of them electronically and I mm-hmm. think I asked you over the holidays I'm like how should I read this like should I go out of order and even I consulted Maggie even I'm like should I machete order this shit or <laughs> like like should the I, should only I read ones how it came out or read yeah like, no the only order. ones you should read in order are the girl you want and have love will travel <laughs> because have love will travel continues the story from the girl mm-hmm. you want the rest of them just read however you want to read them mm-hmm. they're the same world but not necessarily mm-hmm. chronological mm-hmm. so you can just kind of like enjoy jump it. in wherever you want like to. cool maybe maybe i'll do that too maybe i'll do both maybe i'll so yeah i have been reading um a lot of really trashy, like basically fanfic porn on some book apps I have these days. And um, so they're just really fast reads. And then half of them are like, and I call them fanfic because they're written like that. Like, I know no one has an editor because of Shannon can spot grammar errors you have a problem, honey. And you need to make sure someone's double checking your shit before you hit the produce button. So I mean, thank you so much for, for, for joining us tonight. I was saying earlier, I couldn't decide if I was going to drink out of my Elaine Wright's mug all night Uh or my, I tolerate you cup. So um, I did, I do have it right here next to me though, because my desk my desk is thanks full for having of me and letting everything me, uh... i love oh yes no thank you for joining us i hope you stay around too so um everyone check out elaine's website and as she said you can get um all of her stuff from anywhere you want to so yay so um <laughs> so skin slips do you want to say hi do you want to to unmute and say hey hello nice to see you my name's elise i forgot to change the display oh. down there <laughs> Hi, I, uh, I go on i'm skin slipping all the social media so like i guess it kind of helps uh mm-hmm. i'm a twitch streamer and oh fun i'm here because maggie gave me an invite 
Oh, um, yay. Okay. Excellent. Well, well always... tell us about your your Twitch streaming and like the some of the things you do. Like, what do you like uh, to play? What are you streaming? Who's your audience? Like, what do you have going on for yourself? And oh, I'm a... the, Where can the people find you? <laughs> Twitch.tv slash skin flip. Anyway, <gasps> shocker, what? I know. I, uh, I'm, I'm a variety streamer. Right now, I'm kind of hooked, um, hopping between Hades and and slay the spire and i'm also randomly playing halo infinite and gunfire reborn and borderlands 3 all in there it's kind of all over the place you never know what the fuck you're gonna watch or tune, tune in so that's that's yeah awesome thanks for uh, i do a movie podcast on wednesdays at 8 p.m pacific that that's every week so there's that at least Ooh, what type of do you just what type of movies do you highlight just like what it's what's out oh, or like me and my bestie watch movies every saturday and sunday i got a message and let me know doing this wait for not wait for me um we want me and him watch movies uh every saturday and sunday and sometimes a bonus day like like this thursday i get to watch the batman with him uh and we just talk on our podcast about what we watch and we've Aww. both seen thousands of movies we've seen about 1500 movies together uh-huh okay I, I kept a list in letterbox i'm a crazy person um and uh we'd watch any genre the rule is i pick one you pick one no one bitches just watch and that's it that's the rule i love it I, shannon i made elise watch cry baby which she'd never seen before which You've never I seen cry baby no i've actually oh, seen very few of, of his films actually, John water films few. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have so seen season we demented step stepmom. No, what was that? Serial mom. Uh, I've seen now crybaby, and I've also seen hairspray. That was the one I was trying to remember. I was like, mm. yeah. So that's only the four I've seen. I know there's a lot more I need awesome. to see. I've seen a lot of movies. So well, I love it. I love it. Um, then you know that I love I love Bestie's podcasting too. That's exactly how Maggie and I started. So <laughs> yeah, me and him um, have been friends for about ten years, and we only mm-hmm. started doing podcasts like a year ago. It's kind yeah. of a similar story. Yeah, we also talk about a lot of nonsense also around the movies. Yeah, but- how is the Twitch scene? Um, I think Maggie and I have a few friends that stream on Twitch quite regularly. So it takes that- a while to build an audience. Uh huh. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, no, 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 no. I'm, no I would, I'd, uh, love, I'd love to hear it. Um, it takes a while to build an audience. Like, I streamed to literally nobody for over a year. Mm-hmm. You probably well, already have a built-in audience. Well, we've been, been streaming to kind of nobody thing. for 10 years, so oh. it's... it's but now you get lucky. You got an audience, though. <laughs> and if you did Twitch, you'd probably have a bigger audience. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted one, that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there's room for everybody on Twitch. The thing is, it's like... Mm-hmm. If you're if you've got like five to fifteen viewers, you are in the you're a pretty high up in the percentage of, of Twitch. Because a lot of people streaming zero. What if you already have built an audience and they come mm-hmm. to your stream? Like if you did this every if you do this every week and your viewers came every week, like that's mm-hmm. you've got that's gonna you're gonna grow faster because you already have a built an audience mm-hmm. from previous platforms yeah. that you're pushing to Twitch. Other things. I'm getting real technical. I'm sorry. No, no, that's cool. I asked. <laughs> I asked for a reason. We, we know we have a friend, uh-huh. Hobby, that started streaming on Twitch, and I'm, I follow a few people on you know Instagram and TikTok that also stream on Robert Twitch. Does. Robert does too. Oh yeah, Robert does dancing. Yeah, on, um, on Twitch. So, uh, yeah, um, 
Oh, I had something to say and I just totally lost it. Oh, my average viewer is only like five. So like mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, I'm not like some hot shot or anything. I'm a, I'm a nobody. I just want, and I, I'm always going to be a working class streamer. I just, I'm going to sabotage if I get like 10,000 viewers. Like, nah, nah, fuck this. I can't handle this pressure. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, uh, I can't, I don't want a big audience. I always want to be able to use it as a cool connection and communication mm-hmm. and to talk about things I love. Uh, I, I know, like, I, I've always, I dread the idea that someday I'll be popular enough that I can't keep up with my chat. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want that. Huh? Yeah. I want to be able to talk to people in chat. Yeah. I'm doing this because I'm bored and I want, I want to entertain people with my boredom instead of just sitting here fucking around by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's why Maggie and I have never, you know, we could really be pushing our podcast, but we, we like our small audience. We mm-hmm. like it that, we actually probably could name all our listeners because they're our friends. Um, you know, we, we say a lot of controversial things and don't want to put yeah. with the, with the trolls and the haters that might disagree with us. Like our, our what? friends will just like eye roll like, Oh, Shannon and Maggie, come on now. Might send you, you a PM better. about what the fuck, like what the fuck yeah. dude. And that's like, fine. You know. Like you're my friend, go ahead. But like, yeah, you don't, I, you I'm don't not going like to, I'm not going to blast you on public either. Yeah. We don't want the general backlash. Rude. So, just but rude. yeah. And we've made friends Uh-oh. from our podcast. No, 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 no. We have one listener who's from LA. He's a he's a rapper from Compton, and I wow. hope he joins us tonight. And um, you cool. know, so we try to support each other's art. And he has said he's like, I love listening to you, ladies, because it's like listening to a reality show about life in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. So thank you so much. For, for for contributing and joining us so absolutely i had thank you for you know having me yeah, on it's really yeah, nice having you. a lot of fun i laughed very hard at some things that you've been saying so. excellent i love it yeah goddamn delights we are goddamn delights so <laughs> shannon um elise is from the same group as robert the same online group that's how i know her <gasps> that's great um, your, your was, yeah overly apologetic guy I don't know if you remember him from then from back in the day but but mm. yes Shannon knows Robert <laughs> Elise knows Robert because Robert was everywhere it's a small internet world of friends He's, he I think he was planning on coming tonight but I hope I he does um I, I do have to say that Maggie's actually the only person from back then I even had talked to since I left that community. So I, I was like, yeah. you're like Robert, move the fuck to Robert. Like that makes sense though. Okay. Yeah. I know his username. Yeah. Sorry. Well he was very active. So of course like he was, you know, everybody fucking knows Robert. Right. <laughs> um so I hope everybody who was on video got to enjoy Snapdragon. And I hope everybody who is listening later got to enjoy all the kitty chirps. So she, <laughs> she was here. And then tried to step on my computer, which is why I screamed, oh, no, oh, no, because she has a propensity to step on, you know, whatever. Like, she'll stop movies all the time while I'm watching movies. So as, uh, like, as cats do, as she's going to turn me off or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Who's next? Mel, you want to talk? You wanna, we miss you. Tell, tell us what's up. Tell, drop in or anybody else. Raise your hand. Let us know. I miss you, too. I love your little avatar. That's so amazing. Hey. Ah, it's like moving. <laughs> How 
how do you do that? Lots of lots of technical gear. Hold on. Can I can I make a heart? Oh, it doesn't want to make, cooperate enough for heart. I love I can, it. I can do that. I can. There. Ah, <laughs> yes, queen. Ah, <laughs> the just gave us the finger, you guys. Uh, so yeah, so this is this is how I uh, present myself on the internet four days a week. Now I do Twitch streaming as well, um, and I am what is called a VTuber because um, it started as on a YouTube thing, so it's still got the tuber. Ooh, and it gets wild sometimes. Um, and yeah, so I I had started with just a face cam on Twitch and uh, about a month in or so, um, I was looking at other people who were playing the same game that I was streaming and um, came across somebody who had an avatar like this. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I must have this. This is amazing. I can be an anime character. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so then uh, there's software out there. You can either commission somebody or there's software out there that somebody has made that you can actually design your own. So this is my self-designed character. Um, and yeah, I, I, I love it. I adore it. It's, it's amazing to have this like cartoon representation of me on screen. And, uh, and in fact, at one point, so on Twitch, there's something called raids where when somebody's ending their stream, they will uh, basically transfer their entire chat audience over to another streamer. Mm. And it's a way to cross promote. And so one of my uh, friends in, in chat who I had known from another Twitch streamer, I'd, I'd been kind of in the community in, in a couple of different Twitch streams for a while, um, convinced this very large audience Twitch streamer to raid out to me when they were finished and my avatar, <laughs> my avatar, um, I can, it, it will track me, but I also have like little hotkeys that I can do to make faces. Uh, so I can do like that and um, I can do an angry face and a sad face. Yeah. <laughs> Are you all pouty? Why, why would you do that? So, uh, <laughs> so in between, um, so they rated me with like 400 some people. Which, as Elise was saying, like, I'm I'm very very single digit numbers of people normally that that I'm I'm streaming. So all of a sudden, 400 people just drop into my stream, and I'm like, what the fuck did you do? And something with the way I moved made my camera lock up, and my character pulled this crazy face that somebody then screenshotted, and it's now one of my emotes on my channel. <laughs> This this derp face uh, that that my character can make. So even with an avatar, you're you're not outside the realm of of having stupid <laughs> screen grabs of your of your face. So, but I yeah, like I said, I enjoy it. Um, it's it's just for me, just like Elise. I I I'm not looking to be whatever part of the one percent of ridiculousness. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind the cash in my bank account, but uh, I. <laughs> I do it because I enjoy talking to my chat and I enjoy playing. The, I play video games with, um, you know, I do a variety of video games. I do some crafting. We, I, I've been doing a chain mail on stream. That's been fun. And uh, I play with a bunch of my friends. We usually do a bunch of co-op games and it's just a great scheduled way to get together and, and play. And we can't get together in person for all kinds of reasons. Uh, and so it's, it's nice that, um, you know that that we've got this digital way of, of connecting did you already drop your twitch link did you already tell us what where to find you 
I did not. I am at. Did you want uh, to? Yeah. Okay, go. I am at disjointed images, uh, which is right there. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. I feel like we need a Twitch, Maggie. Everyone we know and love's on <laughs> Twitch now. And seriously, like, feel 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 a little FOMO there. So, so for yeah. what it's worth, um, minus the hands, the hands are separate separate hardware. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just uh, this static uh, movement is just a webcam. Webcam and one piece of software that that does this this amount of movement and tracking. Uh, so you know, if you wanted a fun animated Shannon and Maggie, <laughs> hey, yep. really nice. That shaggy. Was fun. Yeah, there we go. There <laughs> nice we go. Shaggy. That should should that be our Twitch channel, Shaggy? You know, shaggy. obviously. Yeah, go go, go grab TV. it now. <laughs> shaggy. If that's not awesome. available, we'll just put it as Shaggy Manon. <laughs> there you that go. Too. <laughs> and and I can I can model you some some Cheetos to put in your tits, Maggie. <laughs> Very critical. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Kat or Trayvon, did you guys want to say hey to to everyone in the room? We're just kind of going around the room having some really great conversations. We're actually like our room's full of creators. So we'd love everyone to share promoting what they're doing, what they're up to. And Trayvon, didn't you just recently put out more music? Didn't you just didn't you just drop more recently? Tell us what's going on. Can you hear me? Yeah, Yeah, I can hear you. Oh shit. Yo, face. (laughs) You know I love you too. What's the hell? Uh, yeah, always doing some music and shit. Always putting something out. Uh, just dropped a, a joint project with my homeboy G Fan. Just you know, more underground stuff. You know, that, yeah, you same know, and that's <laughs> fucking dope. That's dope as shit. I love, I love people putting content out there, right? Like I just love the concept of creation when it's authentic, authentic creation, even if you don't even have people listening, like how Shannon and I don't really have a ton of listeners on the podcast. Like it's it's an authentic creation and I value that. So like, I appreciate you and your music and the shit that you're putting out there. You're the best. I appreciate you both. You know, I feel like I'm like, we're all just friends and stuff. So I'm just checking in to see how you guys are doing. Basically, you know, like we go way, way, way back. Yeah, he found us back when we were getting drunk with Shannon and Maggie. Yeah, yes. it just happened happened upon us, and has been one of our longest time listeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before dope. Shannon was uh, before Shannon was pregnant, pregos, like yeah. Yeah. like mm-hmm. right before then. And so ah. that's been like seven years, right? Seven years. Yeah, years? yeah. He's well, about to turn eight. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Catherine will, is turning eight soon, and in, in eight in May. So. Wow. May what? Yeah. May twenty first. May twenty first. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. So, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah I awesome. um Trevon, I'm going to be in San Diego next weekend. So no, you're not. Wait a minute, but why are you just not telling me right I now? Am, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm I'm going out to see my cousin for his birthday. So I'll mm. I'll message you the details. Um I'm not sure yeah. what I'll be doing, but I'll let you know when I'm, when I'm in town. If you well, guys are just hanging out without me, I'll be really disappointed. 
Oh, well, yeah. I would cry. Yeah, Trayvon <laughs> did say he, Maggie, uh, Maggie, and I decide we need to go out to LA for right. um, Halloween because she really needs to see the haunted mansion flipped for um, Jack Skellington. That's right. Wow. So Trayvon did say he would definitely join us for Disney yes. Disneyland when we go out there. So that yes. that that could be next fall. So that's not too far away. So yeah, yeah. we're going to Vegas this fall for Maggie's 40th. And, and, uh, I, I think the year after our, could be our trip to LA to Disneyland for our annual fall girl trip. trip. So yeah, we'll definitely have to do that for sure. So that would just be a girl's trip. No, with you, like, yeah, no, no. Oh, Scott, it doesn't come on girl trips. No, I take way more vacations than my husband goes on. Like, <laughs> Santa takes about five times the amount of vacations that her husband goes on. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. for sure. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah well, about it. Yeah. If you want to meet him, I could make him come, but oh, that's what she said. Ah, um, <laughs> um, he does yeah. enjoy he does enjoy California, so yeah. Well, yeah, shoot me the deets. Um, do you have any idea whereabouts in San Diego? You have any idea? Um, my cousin lives just north of the city, and um, oh, in in the hills. Oh. But okay. uh, I think we'll be downtown a night or two for like dinner and stuff because it's, it's his birthday and he really, really loves good food. And um, he's a caregiver for his parents. So he, uh, he unfortunately, he doesn't get to imbibe in really great food um, too often. Right. They live in like La, the La Mesa area. La so Mesa, okay. just like n- north. Is that La Mesa? Hold on at their house no that's tio's mexican restaurant i save all sorts of shit on my google maps so i can just like pull it up when i need to oh yeah no i'm sorry um they live just west of del mar um like in the hills like right just south of 56 between 5 and 15 so just north of the city there okay and then you'll be downtown and yeah, I'll be staying with them and we'll be, you know, downtown back and forth a few times probably. So right, yeah, I'll yeah, I'll send you the dates. It is literally right. this weekend, like the Friday through Sunday. So yeah. So anyway, right, yay. yeah, we'll try to shoot for Saturday then or something like that. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so I threw your Spotify page in the chat. Um, if there's anything else you want people to find you on. Um, they can, but uh, Trevon goes by General Backpain is his artist name, and you're produced <laughs> out of Italy, correct? Um, I, just that's one situation. That's that one um, situation, okay? Yeah, that's just that one situation. That's probably the biggest situation for me. They're like the biggest sort of label in our community, and they're yeah. based in in Italy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've dropped a couple. Uh, with a label in Jersey, a label in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's underground stuff, so it's not really well known, but yeah. You know, I'm kind of doing my thing. You know? Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and, for sure, uh, for sure. Trevon is also like a master barbecuer. So if, if anyone needs tips on on how to make your own bacon and how to slow cook, like, yeah, um, yeah. He, do, he does it yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be doing some bacon pretty soon. I've been asking wifey to go get me a billy. Um, let's see if I can kind of coerce her to go get me one. 
Maggie doesn't eat meat, but I would love a Trayvon barbecue. <laughs> yeah, no, Maggie doesn't to, eat meat. But I don't. If you wanted to barbecue me some, like, you know, uh, squash or tofu. Squash. Yes. Artichokes. Yeah. Definitely some Brussels sprouts, some, some, ooh, yeah. some greens. Do you make greens, Trayvon? Okay, but most um, people make green. Well, yeah. most non-white people <laughs> make greens with meat still. With, yeah, with with yeah. fat. Sorry, with yeah. fat. Yeah, like pork it's still fat. Tur- yeah, Sorry. smoked turkey. It's still yeah. meat. So yeah, we don't do the ham hocks anymore. But my aunt makes the greens. I don't. I don't really. I don't really do any of the size, to be honest with you. I just do a lot of meat stuff. <laughs> it's really people of pallor who don't make vegetables with meat. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comment. I have no comment. Okay. Oh, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to take up everybody's so time. <laughs> I don't want to take up everybody's time, but I appreciate you. I'm just. Uh, I just wanted to kind of drive by and see how my friends were doing. Yeah, we're doing we're great. So, glad so yeah, we'd love for you to stay on. We're just kind of going around the room, and 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 so you have to pop in. Yeah, we were literally just like talking about you because we were talking about our followers and and how we've met people and how amazing you are and then you popped on and we were like ah yeah i'm a super fan yeah (laughs) like my ears are burning i'm I'm totally a super fan so i couldn't i wasn't gonna miss it we need to get uh we need to get some swag one of these days maggie and yeah we we had stickers one year for penguin and it said i drink we sold them for a dollar. I drink <laughs> co- shots as cocktail. I drink shots as cocktails. Mm, yes. Wow. I do drink shots as cocktails. I drink shots as oh. cocktails. That was our Atlanta story, wasn't it? Yep. That was based <laughs> on that. So we had stickers for we had stickers for a short time, and it said, "I drink shots as cocktails." It said drunk s and Yeah. Yeah. More of those. Yeah. I know some swag. Yeah. <laughs> we should do some. That would be that would be fun. Yeah, we should get so we get should get some 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 of our our peeps that do, um, you know, d- I'm drunk now, so I can't think of my own Yay, words at this I point. Um, yes, there we go. Graphic design to 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 get us some some logos and some swag and. You know, we'll produce some stickers and shit. And you guys can put them on your laptops. Like I have stickers all over my. La- this is my laptop. Uh, my background uh, right here. Those are all the stickers on my laptop. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, just before I go, what are you? What are you two drinking? Um, I'm drinking Screwball on the rocks. So I'm uh, peanut butter whiskey. So peanut butter whiskey. It's yeah. so yeah. good. If you haven't had it, I really encourage you to try it. I got a bottle right here. Wifey loves peanut butter, so that's peanut butter. Oh, she's got a bottle too. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Here's that. We both have a bottle next to us. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm drinking the same thing mixed with rum chata because I'm a fucking adult. Yeah. So I'm drinking peanut butter. It's like a peanut butter oatmeal sandwich. Yeah. No cookie. It's like a peanut butter oatmeal. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh you can I, I, a little bit. I do like to mix mine with cream soda a little bit. So cream soda and, and peanut butter whiskey is, is pretty damn good also. Cream soda and so, peanut butter whiskey. Yeah, but I just I just drink it straight up because it's really yummy. So it is really yeah. yummy. I just felt like doing this because I haven't in a while. Good. You do it every year. 
There's a story yeah. where I was drinking honey whiskey and rum chata, and I got so drunk I slept in a parking lot in Flint. Um, and then came which home you don't my... do, like even locals don't do no, that. So. Nobody does that. I had a yeah. homeless guy come like knock on my window at like four in the morning and ask me if I was okay. <laughs> yeah, when the homeless okay. check on you, you know you done fucked up, okay. hey, Ron. I, I know. So okay, so let me now tell the story because it's actually a very good one. Um, so my friend Elena used to live in Flint, my old boss, and she was like, come hang out with me tonight. And I was like, uh, I don't know, I guess. So I went to Flint wearing yoga pants, no bra, no makeup, a unicorn dueling a narwhal in outer space t-shirt. And that oh was what God. I was wearing. And we went yes. to the first bar. So Elena that night introduces me to um, honey whiskey mixed with rum chata and she's ordering the drinks and these they're just coming in little glasses and they're delicious they're double doubles right like it's a double it's a double <laughs> it's a double <laughs> B each in this glass so I'm just like yeah these are great so we go and sing karaoke and I sang the violent femmes and then we went back to the bar where she worked which was the wooden keg, I think was the name of it. And it had like this like light up floor with a pole in the middle. And like, by the time we get to the wooden keg, I'm so drunk that I throw myself at that pole, like the stripper I always wished I was. And like, I am, I'm in essentially pajamas, right? Like I just look like a fucking mess. And I got so drunk. Um, I go out to my car and actually one of the ladies who worked at the place like followed me out there being like, ma'am, you cannot drive. And I was like, I am not driving. I'm having a rest. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I threw up out my door and I slept in my car. Oh, and here's the thing. Before that, I used to drive a 1998 Escort wagon that was forest green. So it was really easy to find my car because I uh... had forest green station wagon from the late 90s and um at, but after oh. i got trashed that car i got a silver ford focus that looked like everybody else's silver fucking sedans so <laughs> elena goes out to the parking lot to find me and it's like i don't fucking know where you are so she like wanted to take care of me and take me home but couldn't find me so I'm like I had my seat back oh, so I wake yeah. up at like 10 in the morning and drive back to Ann Arbor and I have to teach tap class that day and I have oh, like one God. of the worst hangovers of my life and my ex who was really good at drugs uh gave me Zofran and he was really good at drugs he was he was a heroin <laughs> addict but he he had perfected the perfect cocktail of hangover drugs, which is Zofran, which also goes by the name Ondansetron, which to me always sounded like a, like a, you know, Transformers, robots in disguise. So Ondansetron slash Zofran and a benzodiazepine of choice and Advil. And when you take those three things, I promise you that you don't have a hangover anymore. So I went and taught tap class and I was like, wow, I feel great. I don't even have a hangover. I'm totally fine. And then after I came home and it was terrible. Wait, Shannon, doesn't your, doesn't your husband have Zofran? Yeah, Scott gets Zofran. um, All right. Well, tell him to, tell him to bring it to my 40th birthday weekend. I think. 
I should have him. Yeah, I'll have him. We'll see if he can get some, if he doesn't have some already. Yeah, we should, we should get that. I don't have a hookup for benzos anymore. I've told this story many times. My psychiatrist took me off of Klonopin because, and I quote, I didn't take it often enough, which is fucking bullshit because the reason <laughs> you people get taken off it all the time is because of using it too much and abusing it. So my psychiatrist was like, you don't need Klonopin if oh you don't take it enough. And I was like, I was trying to not be habit forming. <laughs> I was trying to be responsible by drug use, and now you're 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 penalizing me. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, thanks for coming by, Trayvon. We're so excited you popped in. So, for sure, for sure, yeah, I wouldn't have yeah. missed it. I think yeah. I missed one, and I felt real bad, so <laughs> I had to stop by. You're allowed to. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Well, you can stay on as long as you like. Um, we're gonna move on to anyone else in the room. Cat, did you want to say hi? Yeah, cat. Hey, to anything. Tell us what's up. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you have any? Um, tell us about yourself. Are you a maker? You got a? You got a Twitch? You got an Instagram? You got? How do you? How He's do got, you? Cat's got antiques. Ooh, I see all I the mirrors behind her head. I do I have antiques. I do have antiques. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yep. yeah, we can hear you great. Okay. Yeah, I do have antiques. Um, I, with my partner who is, uh, actually I'm in bed because drunk. Um, <laughs> um, we stock a booth in an antique booth in Grand Rapids. Um, and we do lots of mirrors like this, as well as uh, a bunch of other uh, mid-century modern and uh, traditional Americana uh, decor. And we also are building owners in Lansing and own a barbershop. So, so I'm not a fancy creator, but I do uh, do my part to be artistic in the world. Um, this was actually in my stories to tell this week that I totally forgot. I bought myself a clipper to keep this tight and I fully like shaved hair so that I was not supposed to shave. So whatevs, it happens. I thought I had it all like clipped back and super safe. Like I thought I had it under control and I did not. Come, come see me. Come see me. We'll show you. We'll teach you. (laughs) Clippers is our game. Yep. He passed out. <laughs> He's watching. He's watching random YouTube videos because I told him not to turn off the light. I was like, "No, I'm on video. I'm hanging out with my friends." <laughs> I was like, "I miss my wifey." <laughs> yes, you guys. Cat is my wifey. Um, we came up with a plan to get married at Taco Bell. <laughs> at Taco Bell. Taco Bell wedding. It's, yes. it's real. It's going to happen. Yep. I don't even know how this came about, but yes. That's some, random, that's- some random Facebook posts. And I was like, let's get married at Taco Bell. And you were like, yeah. I mean, it's perfect timing too. The Mexican pizza is coming back. So yeah, thank God for that. I would have been <laughs> horrified if our wedding catering had not had Mexican pizzas. I mean, what a travesty. I what was Taco Bell thinking people? when they took that away from us in the middle of a pandemic? It's like, are you kidding me? Taco uh, was dumb. I mean, or maybe they were brilliant because, you know, they just made us want it more. 
They're going to be what sold we got, out like, all the time. Three weeks until it comes back. Yeah. May 19th. One of my earliest times wearing a mask in public, I drove through the Taco Bell and Pinckney and then went to Bush's. And one of my Taco Bell staples is a spicy potato soft taco. So I had a couple of those and then some other things. You know, you guys have been to Taco Bell before. You know what it's like there. You order a bunch of things. And so I'm at Bush's shopping. That's a grocery store for those of you who are not from the area. So I'm grocery shopping in Bush's and I burp into my mask and like spicy potato soft taco goes up my nose. And I was like, I hate this. I hate all of this. Mistakes, mistakes were made. Worth it. Yeah, I mean, I'm a cheese. I'm a cheesy gritty to crunch with beans instead of meat type of gal. That's that's I, my yeah, go-to. I did realize you could. I mean, <clears throat> I knew you could sub beans, but they'll let you sub chicken for anything too. Did you guys know that? Chicken and rice. Yeah. Rice. Like, oh, I didn't realize that, or else I'd been getting chicken shit all a whole lot longer than I have. And I would. <laughs> um, I I didn't eat meat for like three years. I didn't eat beef for like three years, and um, I just wanted to see if I could do it. <laughs> like cut beef from my diet and so I would I love a I would love a burrito supreme though and so I'd be like I'd like a burrito supreme with no meat They're like would you like to sub beans I'm like no like you already have refried beans on there why do I need more beans like but it's the red scoop versus a green scoop I used to work at Taco Bell right so, so it's a so, so do you want the red scoop because it's bigger or do you want the green scoop which goes on it like <laughs> green scoops fine like I didn't need extra beans like <laughs> no one needs extra beans in their life especially from Taco Bell come on so my my favorite always do. too was like when, <laughs> when Maggie and I would go late at night they'd be like we'd get like bean burritos and they'd be like our refried beans are aren't done making yet it's gonna be a half an hour and I'm just like that's when I realized like the refried beans were like powder in a bag and not like out of a can. And I was like, Jesus Christ, what do you mean they're making the beans? Like those well, come out of a just aren't ready. Why does it they're does it just dehydrated? Right? Like, does it just come out of a giant can like from Costco or Gordon Food Services, like the rest of us use in restaurants? Nope, it's just dehydrated. It's in their in the dry stack area and you put powder. You put bun water in it and mix it up and it's more chunky than it is powder. So, I mean, for that visual. So we're eating MREs. We're eating MREs. Bean MREs. So. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, God. But that one on my nose so was laughing. Oh, one up your nose. Oh, no. Um, I laughed at bean MREs and now I have alcohol <laughs> in my nose. I hate that. I just did that recently, too. I don't know what I was laughing at, but I got alcohol in my nose. It's like the worst. I must have been Tuesday night because I've only been drunk. I, I mean, Maggie and I have like a cocktail or two when we get together these days. Like we don't get drunk like we used to. Um, but I did snort alcohol now. recently. We are elderly. We need to practice though. It must have been t- Tuesday when I was up Vegas is coming sooner than we think. Yeah. Like, are you joining us, Kat, in Vegas? I'm going to try. It's uh it's really hard with uh, purchasing a building and opening up a business and running three different businesses and working. So um, that's the plan is to come to Vegas. Um, uh, I still have to try to make it happen though. So I just, I can't stop dreaming of magic Mike and seeing those delicious bodies dance in my face. What? 
just get close ones. Let's just get close fucking ones because it'll be an experience. You want close let's ones? Get, let's just get close tickets. All right. Because it'll be a thing that we did then. All right. I'm going to get us close tickets. Okay. Those are couches. That's six of us on a, a, a leather couch. Right Great. On the stage. Great. I, I can also get like a table of three behind us too. If someone put doesn't want to sit on the couch. the dicks in my face. Dude, they are right in your face. It's not right? it's not a joke. Like it's like right there. Here. There. Um, so I saw I'll magic. Put, I'll put my... mine in your face. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. Yes, please. I mean, but that's the after party, right? <laughs> we go oh. we'll practice our magic mic moves on each other later. <laughs> so funny side story. I finally booked my room for my own birthday weekend today. Today. Nice. I let Shannon believe that I did it months ago. I was like, oh yeah, this is totally taken care of. And by taking care of, I need to figure out when I have money to pay that. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. It's like, yeah, I could make it happen. I was like, I just need money to book the ticket and pay for the the hotel, which I think Christina and I are gonna split a hotel. So um, I don't know if you guys saw this, if you saw this cat or not, but Shannon, oh, it's gonna, I'm too drunk to figure this out. Shannon already purchased tattoos of my, her, tattoos of my face that yep. everyone gets to wear. For Which that. I can't find now. It, you'll find them. They're somewhere. I, they're on my desk somewhere. My desk is a hot ass mess. They're Order them again. <laughs> I might. They look amazing though. Tattoos of Maggie everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> them, the only thing that would make that I think better would be something more permanent. Like uh, we have friends that their son, they took his face as an infant and they printed it off on stickers and they random, like if you're ever in like the Ferndale area or even he has a sticker in a couple bars in Paris, France. So like his face is just plastered in random places. And I just can't wait for him to get older to just be like the fuck mom and dad. That's so funny. (laughs) Dope. Oh, those of you who are Michigan area cat also hosts a kinky meetup so if you i mean everybody here i know is sex positive and sex friendly like everybody here is so if you are interested in that that is a thing that we can get you into as well yeah um i guess i i guess i am a creator uh you are, you are totally a uh, creator uh, i co-host the fuck you friday uh, munch in uh originally it was in ferndale before the pandemic and we would do the first friday of the month we still want to bring it back to Ferndale, but we decided to start it back up in Lansing because we felt the community as a whole in the Lansing area was pretty vulnerable. So um, we started up the third Friday of the month at Sir Pizza, and we have found an after party location. Uh, so the, the the party doesn't have to end when the alcohol stops being served at Sir Pizza at 10 o'clock. So um, and I will say that the after party location is very conveniently located. So you won't even have to move your car. Nice. No. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, since we started it back up, I think that, I mean, even before the pandemic, we were pulling at least 50 people, but since we started it back up, we've been right around 60, 65 people and, um, everybody's 
it's a great environment. We have a theme every week. Um, we focus on being inclusive, um, and, uh, like black lives matter, trans lives matter, everything. Um, we don't, we have public posts that we just don't, we don't put up with shit. If you're not going to follow that, like, fuck you, if you're not going to be that way. So, and we'll ask you to leave. Um, but so far, and we have feed feedback cards um that you can put your name on or not if you want depending on your comfort level as well as um it uh it also doubles as a pickup play so so if people want to talk to people because that's the point of like a mixer style munch is to you know be able to meet people and network um if you want to meet people you can meet people but we don't want people to feel like they're obligated to respond because that obligation sometimes feels like too much pressure so you can put your information on a piece of paper and say hey circle i like your smile and give it to them and then they gives them the option so um because we're all about choices and um, making sure that consent is part of that so yeah that's dope. I was fully planning on coming out this month and then my brother came up here that weekend. So well, the next one is a pajama party. So Ooh, I love it. I have Ooh. the best pajama pants. They're men's pajama pants. And I don't care because they're clothing mine. isn't gendered. Yes, clothing should never be gendered. That's bullshit. Anyone can wear anything. But they have Bigfoot all over them. They're like trees and Bigfoot. Nice. And I love my flannel pajama pants that have open fly so that I can put my dick out if I want to. Here's your Maggie picture. It's not, it's hard to see. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Oh, yes, that's better. That is the tattoo of my face. <laughs> have on your bodies. It says Maggie with little pink hearts. I'm going to put it on my ass. yes we can do one on your ass but you also have to have one that's visible for the world because that's necessary to me do a neck tech yeah oh yeah yeah, we could Um, I feel like but I feel like Shannon needs to do the cleavage I'll do the neck tech like she'll get lost in my cleavage like that shit runs deep I mean I feel like mine too like but top of boob I was um I, I have a few friends getting chest pieces like between their boobs recently and I'm like I kind of want a chest piece and then I'm like but that like my boobs are so big and they're so squished together that one it will never be seen so like it'd just be for me and my partner right to enjoy um the other thing I thought is like maybe I could do something funny like like flowers coming out of my cleavage like that's like what a, they're wait, growing wait, wait. from like a- like a mad magazine folding. Yeah. So it's one tattoo when your boobs are apart and you squish <laughs> them together and it's a totally different tattoo. I'm a goddamn genius. Well, my, yeah, thank my you for my next tattoo idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, drunk Maggie. It's going to be Maggie space in the middle. Yeah. I'm just like pulled apart. It's Maggie space. I love it. I'm actually one of the people. So this one I got when I was 21 and living in Spain and I did not take good care of it. And it is blobby now. It's a blob and it's gray instead of black because I got it in Spain and then I did shit like went to the beach and stuff. Like I did not take good care of that tattoo. So I'm getting it covered up with like a a Dali style butterfly, like a weird ass looking butterfly. So that is happening in June. 
Um, I don't remember if I even told this story on the podcast before, but also we have a lot of people in the room. So this is my Sid tattoo. My baby Sid, I had to put him down in September. And um, I, I messaged my friend who's a tattoo artist. And I was like, I want to get a tattoo of my cat. And so we, we booked it for November right around my birthday. And I was like, perfect, I'll have birthday money. And while I was at the tattoo appointment, the people came in to the place. So I'm wearing a tank top. It's fucking November. And they're propping the door open because they are getting married in the tattoo parlor the next day. And they're coming in there with their food, they're catering, they're rearranging shit. None of them are wearing fucking masks. And I was like, I hate everything about this. And I started asking my tattoo artist, like, how am I doing? Am I bleeding too much? And I, after I asked how my skin was like the third time, I realized I was looking for an excuse to leave because I was really uncomfortable with what was going on. So I just left, I get to decide. I just fucking left my tattoo appointment and we rescheduled for late December and right after Christmas. So she messages me the morning of my tattoo appointment and is like, I have a fever of 102 and she had COVID. So it's okay. We pushed it back to February. So I'm getting Sid finished in February. And um, I even purchased all of this like stuff because Shannon and I were going to Florida in February. So I purchased all of that like SPF clothing and there was a horrible snowstorm and I couldn't make it out to my tattoo appointment. So it's okay. We push it back to April. So April 8th, I was supposed to get Sid finished. Like you guys, is Sid finished? Is my tattoo finished? No, it is not because my tattoo artist had to go have fucking emergency surgery. Like was not okay. Maybe was going to die. Didn't die. She's totally fine. But like had to go to the hospital and have emergency surgery. So now I don't know if I'm ever getting this tattoo finished. We're scheduled for June, but like, I don't, I don't believe, I don't trust that this is going to happen necessarily. And then I also have my tattoo cover-up appointment scheduled a week later. And I was like, so if I get two tattoos a week apart from each other, it is what it is at this point. I can't, I have no control over it. I got, I got two tattoos a week apart from each other. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah, you did. You're just being, you're just being extra. I am being extra. So I got this arm piece randomly. It's a three moon phase is with, um, a piece of lavender through it the hot witch shit uh, yep hot witch shit my friend who um my friend who owns a tattoo studio uh they're training a few new people and so they give away free tattoos for them to practice on get a free tattoo but tip generously and so I got that and then I went back a week later with my exchange student and we both got cherry blossom tattoos so she got one like here on this side of her arm and then like I have this really cute like kind of shoulder piece now with cherry blossoms on it and so I have though, to like say, I'm the one who told you to put it there and I are. think I'm correct I think I that I was right I think that was the right place to put it and I think it looks dope as hell yeah I do think that was the right choice too so I listened like I'm up yeah. for suggestions I'll listen to people because so. I'm a goddamn genius <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we had to make sure that we're going to Florida in May with you know swim dates and shit so like we had to get them by a certain date like we had to get them by the before the 19th of april and and so i actually went right back to the girl who had done my arm piece because she uh, is fully certified now and 
and and like her her schedule's wide open versus the owner uh, of the studio who is like super super like booked so bye melanie oh hashili bye mel we love you Um, thanks for coming yep bye everyone thanks for coming um, we will literally talk until we're bored or everyone leaves us. So um, <laughs> if you're like, bitch, it is 11. I've been here for two hours. It's time for me to go. Just say goodbye and we'll say goodbye to you. And that's okay. No worries. Um, yeah. So we're like, so we're like, we had to get it done by a certain date. And so I'm in Chicago. I forgot my fucking Aquaphor, Maggie. And no, in the, at Detroit Metro, this tiny itty bitty bottle of like lip Aquaphor was like $8.99. I was like, I'm not buying that. Like, I'll wait till I get to Chicago and find something. And then I get to Chicago and I couldn't find anything. And so then, like, I'm halfway through my first day of my conference and I start asking random people, um, do you have any, do you have any unscented lotion on you or like <laughs> or Vaseline by chance? And I'll be damned if my one friend, my one good friend who was actually there had some Vaseline lip treatment stuff. And she found two little bottles in her purse. And so I'm like squirting this snake of Vaseline on my hands and like rubbing it on my tattoos. But thank God um, there was another person there. She took a look at it. She's like, oh yeah, it's okay. Just keep it. She's like, it's healed enough. You should be able to use the hotel stuff. Um, but I, I really didn't want to use the scented shit. So, but it feels good. Um, the, centers, the centers of them were real scabby. So I'm so drunk. I have to pee. Ah. I've never done this during the podcast. Vamp, Marshall. Vamp, Marshall. Vamp. <laughs> I know. I already had to go get new ice. Go pee. Um, so I bought, because Maggie loves Jack Skellington, I bought some Jack Skellington, like, ice balls. So it's his skull. And um, let me tell you, they do not come out as cute as they look. They kind of look like deranged little skeleton has not like jack skellington but like really scary looking skulls floating in my eyes it, it was not the image that i really wanted in my whiskey glass but it happens so my friend jason joined us you want to put yourself on audio and say hey i got him from um hi jason says hi in the chat um i got the jack skellington uh ice balls from joanne fabrics so like i don't i don't know where else you would find them you could probably just search on the internet and find them some somewhere but there's like three of them and i paid way too much money um so jason took a little nappy nap uh because he he was extra tired but he fell asleep with us on his mind and that i i think that's sweet like that counts so uh but jason's my homeboy i've known him since college so um we go, we go way back. We go way back. As far back as Elaine. But pretty, pretty close. Pretty close. So anyway. Um, Maggie is peeing. I've talked about Chicago. Um, going to San Diego soon. I need another trip. So I went to Florida in February for a girl weekend for my birthday. And we rented this giant Airbnb. Elaine was this close to coming with us, but you know, her, she has her own kids. that have the same damn birthday as me, stupid kids. Um, How dare dare they? Um, But I was able to reconnect with like two other high school friends, which was really fun. 
Um, and, uh, God, I don't know where I was going with that now. Fuck. Welcome to what it was like when we were drunk all the time. Welcome to what it was like when we were drunk all the time. Um, I heard you talking about the Jack Skellington thing. When you first showed them to me, I was like, oh, cool. Circle ice cubes. Right? They look funky. They do not, they do not come out well. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not awesome. So, anyway. Do you have anything else on a list tonight? I feel like we've yeah, talked we, about almost know, we everything. Well, we haven't talked about content. What have you watched lately? Yeah, I'm going to circle back lately? around to content. Yeah, well, let's swing back around to content. I watched all of Russian Doll. I was so excited season two of Russian Doll because season one. Oh, the so- season two just come out? Yes. Season Excellent. one was so incredible. And I was just like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And then- so I you didn't like season meh. two? I feel very meh about it, particularly. Mm. I mean, I think it was good. It was fine. It was just like season one was something so special and magical. And mm-hmm. season two is just like, yeah, it was yeah. okay. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. I did. I know I talked about this. Um <laughs> watch 16 movies this week. At least watch 16 movies this week, y'all. <laughs> you know, we, we can hit on that at least. Um, I watched I binge watched Ted Lasso both seasons. Delightful. Yeah. But season two was weird too. Like there's at least one episode you can totally skip because it is just funky. Um, but you know, they season one's delightful, and then season two does a ton of character development. So it's a it's a little bit longer of a walk to to get through. Um, plus they went from doing 35 minute episodes to like 45 minute episodes halfway through the season. So it's like they had more to tell, but still only had like 10 episodes. So they ended up doing longer, longer ones. So I, um, I've been in Chicago for weeks. I haven't watched shit. I literally did not turn on my TV once while in Chicago. Okay. But you um, and I have not done a podcast in like in two like weeks. I know three weeks. So I was hoping you had things. Um, let's see. Catherine's watched- been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers, but you know that's nothing new. I watched all of Abbott Elementary, and um, it kind of stressed me out, right? Because I'm in education. Maggie's in education, cater, <laughs> and it felt too real. So it is a story about an in- yeah, it's about an inner city school and all of the like political bullshit that they have to put up with, right? Where it's like the um principal like doesn't give a shit about anything except herself and you know like the school has no money blah 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 and I was like this just kind of hurts me a little bit like it's it's less funny than it's supposed to be right but also I enjoyed it like I would recommend it I would still wreck it but it just was like meow um grand crew with Nicole Byer also incredible totally worth it uh that's about a group of friends all people of color um and they drink wine a lot and it's you know they're like ridiculous adventures so that was super fun i've been watching a lot more hulu i might end up canceling netflix at some points you guys Mm. netflix netflix might be on my get rid of list Mm. i really hate how they put out a season of something cancel it immediately after leaving it on a cliffhanger like the santa clarita diet cliffhanger i will never forgive them for that was some fucked up shit they're increasing prices they're talking about canceling yeah they're talking about 
advertising and about trying to crack down on password sharing. And I'm like, this is how you lose all of your people. We can just go, we can just go back to pirating shit. I'm fine with that. So yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not super into Netflix's content anymore. What was great about not about it in the past was that everything was there you just watch whatever the fuck you wanted, but they're, they're, they're self-produced content. They cancel shit way fast. You don't get a chance to have anything wrap up. And yeah, Elise says ahoy mateys. And I agree with her. Ahoy. Here we are. Pirating. My friend belongs to like a pirating site. You know, they, they stream like out of the middle of the Pacific and you can watch all your same shows, but there's different, like there's different versions of our favorite shows out there. So I was having her watch The Good Place and you know how many times I've seen The Good Place? Like, I think I've watched all four seasons like eight times. And so we're watching season one, episode one, when Michael's walking Eleanor through The Good Place and they're talking about all the people who and who aren't in The Good Place. And I was like, I've never seen this fucking scene. Like they, they do a whole shtick on Walt Disney and how he's in the bad place, stuck on It's a Small World for Eternity with a boat full of screaming kids. Like That was fucking delightful. <laughs> and I wish they had made the U.S. cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, I don't I know what I've been watching. I've, Catherine's been watching a lot of Bob's Burgers and I've just been reading my smut books a lot more recently, so... Um, Let's see, I finally finished. Go ahead, finish what you're gonna say. I was like, not as much werewolf porn. I've moved on to billionaire porn. So yeah, billionaire porn. Okay, get it. Um, I read the entire. I finally finished. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I just read all of the rest of Becky Chambers' Wayfarers novels. So last year, I read long way to the small angry planet, which is incredible, and it was so good. And then I just like binged the rest of them recently and they were also so good so it all takes place in the same world but it's like you know so the first one is this ship and it's going on a journey right and in the first book we meet this like friend of one of the guys on the ship and the second book's about her right and the third book is about the family and the community of the guy who who was the captain of the ship. So it's like, it's all tied together, but it's not the same people in all the books, right? So anyway, I finally finished all of that. Becky Chambers, Wayfarers series, fantastic. Would recommend to anybody. I explained it to my brother by saying the first book is a lot like a Star Trek. I mean, more like Voyager than any other season, but they're, they're just on their ship trying to get to a place and it takes a long time and they stop along the way Mm -hmm. right and it's great like it's very good um and the world building's incredible that's what makes that series so good and then I read I can't remember the name of it so I gotta pull it up on my phone because I'm drunk but I read the first book and I feel like I recommended it recently uh the cerulean the house in the cerulean sea island this god damn it all right I will get here I will figure it out I'm in the wrong. I've been to the movies a few times recently. We, uh, Catherine and I saw The Bad Guys today. It just came out. It's a, a movie off of a kid's book. So um, it was delightful. Sam Rockwell's in it. Craig Robinson. 
um, Aquafina. So they all do voices. It was about how like all your typical bad guys, like they want to try to be good. So it was cute. Catherine enjoyed it, which was the whole point. So, and right. of course we saw Lost City a few weeks ago too with Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock and they are delightful together. So, so the first one, the house in the Cerulean Sea, I think I might've wrecked that already on the podcast, but um, it's about this guy who goes, who like he is a bureaucrat and he goes to see if this orphanage is up to snuff, but also like it's an orphanage for magical children, right? Um, and he ends up just like, totally changing his mind about everything because that's how these kinds of stories go and then oh and also both of these are super fucking gay which is great i love gay stories gay fantasy is my favorite genre um under the whispering door is the one that i just saw today so um under the whispering door fantastic so that's about a corporate lawyer who's a total piece of shit and he dies and after he dies he like realizes what life was really supposed to be about all along and the answer is gay sex yeah Um, (laughs) is that like 42 the answer to everything is gay sex gay sex gay sex and and 42 the answer to everything in life as we know it um Um, jason said he wants to see fantastic beasts i do I, I, i I do too. And I know you have feelings about that. I have big fucking feelings because JK Rowling is a transphobic piece of fucking trash. She deserves zero money. She deserves zero accolades. She deserves zero everything. She deserves everything horrible to happen to her because she's a fucking monster who hurts people. And it's like, she never even read her own fucking books, right? Her books have a lot about um social justice in them and she's like yeah i'm not all about that (laughs) so anyway i will pirate that someday maybe but fuck jk rowling she's the transphobe she sucks dicks and not in the good way and i hate her like i fully thought when she first came out as transphobic i (laughs) she came out as transphobic (laughs) when she (laughs) We're going to put her on the list of white guys we hate. Right. She is on the list of white guys we hate. When she first did that, I was like, she's going to figure this out. Right. Like she's going (laughs) to shut up and just like take all her millions. Right. Right. Like you should when you're a transphobic, bigoted asshole, just like shut up and take your money. It's like she didn't read her own books. Like she didn't realize that you're supposed to treat everybody nice um so yeah anyway I thought for sure like this woman cares about feminism and social justice and she's gonna figure out that she's wrong and she just keeps doubling down she just keeps being like hit me again get you know and like putting all of these like transphobic pieces of trash up and like get you know like conservatives keep retweeting her and like here's the thing if I ever had a platform and all of a sudden, Tucker right, was like, Maggie's right. I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> what did I do wrong? <laughs> Tucker Carlson agrees with you. If Tucker Carlson agrees with me, what did I do to fuck up? So, yeah. <laughs> Shutting the fuck up is totally free. I should have just shut the fuck up and kept her money and shut the fuck up and just tweeted like, 
it's Hogwarts Express Day, y'all, on September 1st every year. Like other people do. Like, there's a lot of people who just shut the fuck up, you know? Like, just, mm, she wants to use her voice, but she keeps burying herself. Just keeps doubling down. Yeah. Just keeps whatever it is to 128. Like we've doubled so much. The story looks, now. yeah, the story looks so good. The the Dumbledore's Secrets of Dumbledore. And I know this is all like fabricated, right, by Warner Brothers. Right. So but she still gets money and it breaks my heart. Well, Joseph and I are working on our witch book. This we have a June, we have a June writing retreat again. So we're going to keep working on that. Honestly, our trans character is probably my favorite character. This is delightful. My brother and I had a conversation where I said to him, to my brother, what do you think Z's assigned gender at birth was? And my brother and I disagreed. And it's never going to be revealed. Nobody's ever going to know. And Joseph and I don't agree on it. So Z is Z. They are they, they are delightful, and nobody knows what their assigned gender at birth was. Only Z knows. Mm-hmm. It's not important anyway. I was asking my brother, so my argument was that Zenith is so compassionate that I think that they, no, no. Joe's argument was that they're so compassionate that Joseph thinks they were assigned female at birth and I think that they're so confident that they were assigned male at birth right that they're like that these like things these social constructs that make Z who they are is you know like we were just kind of discussing it but we're never going to reveal it because Joseph and I don't even agree so because my brother and I are writing this book together but yes, yeah I is- think you should leave it up to the fans it is up to the fans. If you see yourself in Z and you think that they're AMAB or AFAB, then that is correct for you and that's fine with us. But yeah, we're going to keep working on that on our on our witchcraft book. That is because I start this the whole reason that came about was because I just started being like, okay, let's say that the movie yesterday was real, but instead of erasing everything that the Beatles ever wrote, it was erasing all of Harry Potter. Here's all the things I would change in Harry Potter. And I just started like making a list. And my brother said, you know, like quoted Toni Morrison, but like, you know, so only not exactly. And said, um, you know, write the book you want to read. And I was like, so I should write like Harry Potter fan fiction that fixes everything that I think is wrong with it. And Joseph was like, no, write the book you want to read. So now it's become its whole own thing. And we have these three young ladies who were chosen by the gods of witchcraft of various pantheons who, to be heroes. And they have a quest to go on. And so that is our book now. And they go to camp and camp is somewhere on the east coast we don't know where and they have witchcraft summer camp and it's going to be great so now you guys all know that love it i'm excited can't wait for you guys to finish i know we've been picking away at it for a really long time good things take time to write that's right elaine knows she's she's nodding over here being like fuck yeah good things take time 
Um, you know, we have been at this for about two hours now. Should we officially wrap it up and then um, keep going if we want to, if anyone wants to stay on? Yeah, we can just have a, have a, have a, I was going to say girlfriend chat, but yeah. it's, not just, it's not all girls. We're good, but that when I say girlfriend, I mean it in a non-gendered, but inclusionary, like chatty kind of way. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. <laughs> All right, wrap it up. Oh, do you have any uh, internet memes of the week? Yeah, let me see what I got. Let me see what I... God, Shannon, I'm too drunk for this shit today. Oh, fuck. You guys, Neil Gaiman liked a tweet of mine. So oh, I saw that. I sent that to you. Um, my life will never be this good again. So that... Yeah. It's your personal internet thing of the week. Um, yeah, personal internet thing of the week. All right. So it says, this is a delightful little trans joke in a good way. You aren't a real woman. Real women have eggs. Okay, genius. What are these then? Are those supposed to be sperms? No. Oh, no, eggs. those are eggs. They're real it's eggs. It's a, a it's carton a, of eggs. It's a carton of eggs. Yeah, I have a fucking carton of eggs. Of course I'm a woman. God damn it. <laughs> I love it. All, All right, right, everyone go follow the Magic Mike uh, Instagram and tell us where we should buy our seats. Um, there's lots of lots of lots of lots of fan videos get posted on their their stories all the time. So I want I want opinions. It is a good time. Don't be shaking your head at me. It is empowering. It is sex positive. It is nothing like thunder from down under, let me tell you. So um, wait. All right. So I have one more. This was something I posted on to my, um, onto my business page. So it says, I cannot believe I used to complain about school nine to three every day. No, no weekends working six weeks off for summer, Easter holiday, bank holiday, in-service day, seeing my friends every day. I was living the absolute dream and I didn't even realize it. So I thought that was pretty funny. Love it. All right. I'm going to play You close us up. I'll play us out. All right, you guys, you can find us on all of the podcast places at that more thing. Cause that is the name of the podcast you are looking for. You can interact with me on Twitter. I am Maggie at brain of Maggie. And I'm Shannon at Shannon's party. And this has been our annual PenguinCon episode of that more thing with Shannon and Maggie. Um, bye. bye. You got a $20 bill, get your hands up. You got a $10 bill, get your hands up.